Yo, 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 yo. Listen, 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 team. I got big news. And we just argued about this. And people watching live, they understand what's going on. I have a mustache, okay? I just want to get, I want to clear the air. I have a mustache. People live, bro. Check it. I got a mustache. I don't care what anybody says, okay? And I'm dying it black. I don't care anymore. I don't. I don't care. I'm going to die black until I get a little bit more respect on my name because I'm sick and tired of it, dude. It's minimizing my silly goose time by no respect from the mustache, all right? I shave everything around it, and now I have a mustache, and I can chew on it sometimes. So, Well, welcome to the club. I said it. It's out there. Yeah, it's out there in the air. Whatever, Ryan. We get it, full beard, lumberjack guy. We get it, dude. Okay? (laughs) We get it. All right? This is BD, BD Radio. Let's try this again. This is BD Radio, episode 84 of the podcast. Thank you guys for listening to us post-production. If you're live, let's get it. Thank you guys for joining us live. I already saw Jay's comment. He said, I live for this, and I love you. Thank you for being here, Jay. I can't wait to see you soon. Um, episode 84, this is your co-host Cam alongside me. As always, my co-host, Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs. AKA the goat. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing good. Just hanging in there. Uh, it's the mid-year point for the season. Um, I know yeah. we had a game last week, and my dogs had to do it to you. So I'm sorry about that. Yeah. But you know, I'm we'll I'm sitting about. pretty we'll good right now. I'm at the top of the world. Braves just got a clinch. I was at the game. Can't complain. So you know, I'm feeling pretty damn good. If you live in Georgia, you're vibing right now. Oh, 100 vibing. Um, on top of the world. Yeah. Really, Logan, I know you're going to hate this. I want the Giants to win tonight. I can't have the Giants win tonight financially. So, um, we're on the opposite ends of that spectrum. But um, I also would low-key like to see the Giants win because I hate the Dodgers, but also I need the Dodgers to win monetarily. Yeah, um, you definitely So, do. it's a win-win for me. It's a win-win for me. More of a win if the Dodgers win because I'd prefer money over happiness. But, whatever. Um, anyway, um, let's start it off, dude. We got a good episode. We got a good episode in store for us. Um, real quick, uh, let's talk about what's going on in the NFL. We're going to start NFL and the way this is going to go here for everybody live in post-production. We're going to go NFL. We're going to go MLB. We're going to go college. And then we're going to get into our picks and summary. Um, and, uh, that's how this, that's how this is going to go. Okay. I don't even know if we have any life news going on. If we do, Ryan, you can give you some for me. All I do is wake up and go to work and work out, come home and play new world because I'm a fucking addict. I'm an actual crack addict when it comes to new world and I can't help it. And I am unashamed to the highest degree. And my buddies are with me. I can't help it. But that's all I do. No cool news lately. I got a gig coming up as a wedding rehearsal, and that's going to be a silly goose time. But other than that, we're vibing. What's going on with you? Anything? Um, went and saw Burt Kreischer on Sunday. He was hilarious. Oh, my God. Did you? Yeah, that was a lot Where? of fun. Uh, he was at this Cobb Energy Center, which is like a mile away. Me and Billy just walked. Uh, he was absolutely hilarious. Loved every minute of him. Um, surprisingly, the openers were really funny, too, so... Uh, it was the first comedy show I've gone to outside of a cruise, so yeah. really enjoyed the experience. Bert was hilarious. I mean, what you see on Two, Bert, Two Bears, One Cave, that's Bert. So yeah. what you see on Netflix, that's him. It yeah. it was it was really funny. 
That's good, man. I uh, I haven't been to Academy. We were supposed to go to Joe Rogan and uh, right. Chappelle in Nashville, and then that asshole got COVID. So he, he uses horse out. dewormer. <laughs> yeah, he uses his quote unquote horse dewormer. <laughs> yeah, that's what he that's what he used. Um, and uh, and yeah, and he's uh, he was feeling better literally the same day that he's supposed to be there, but he couldn't be there. Whatever. Anyway, they rescheduled for a Sunday, October twenty fourth. And um, it's gonna be borderline impossible to yeah. make that one. Gonna be in, gonna be borderline impossible to make that. Um, regardless, though, I wish I could. Um, there's nothing like going to a comedy gig live. Yeah, you know, like you can see it on TV, bro. And dude, if you if the shit hits on TV, you know good and well that with the people that were there for that recording were crying. You know, like yeah. if you watch a good special on Netflix on whatever, then you know that live it was absolutely hidden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, Bert took his shirt off. I mean, bull, no, he didn't immediately. Uh, immediately, as soon as he got on stage, ripped it <laughs> off. Let me tell you, man, that's awesome. That's a big boy. Hey, yeah, he's a that big is dude. a big boy. He is a big man. Um, when you see him on TV and shit, and you think he's fat, see that man in person. <laughs> but I mean, he's he he of boy. course did the machine story, put a little twist into it because we've all heard it, but it was still funny. Um, yeah, he, he really crushed it. He really crushed it. He's a good storyteller, man. That's, that's what it comes awesome. down to. Comedy is having good, funny content, but as well as being yeah. a good storyteller. Well, that's all. I mean, that's the vast majority of, of comedians is being able to set up stories the right way. Right. I mean, that's what uh, Joe Rogan was saying as well as an art. I mean, all it is is extended story time with quality endings that you don't really necessarily see coming. Right. Uh, and if you can do that the right way, you're, you're brilliant and you're going to do great. But um, I uh, I tell you, I I I wish I could have been there. I didn't even know he was in Atlanta. That would have been fun. Yeah, he was. Burr's been here this week too, but it's all freaking sold out. I, otherwise, I'd have gone that. Burr's hilarious. Burr is he's something hot else. takes. He is hot takes galore, yes. dude, and I love it. He pisses off everybody. No doubt, no doubt. Also, guys, people love. Like the video, subscribe to our channel, share the share the live stream. We need more people in here. Not to say we don't love you, but we would love you and your friends just as much, you know. Um, anyway, let's move on. John Gruden. What's going on? So Gruden, of course, mm. got fired this week. Um, he, yeah, he got hosed. So just so everybody knows, this isn't just like some random thing where his emails just got kind of out of nowhere. This is because he was emailing with the president. Oh God, what was his name? The president of the Washington football team, which used to be the Redskins. Um, the Redskins. The guy who got in trouble for doing the red, the cheerleader photo shoot, all that stuff. Yeah. So the, this was during the investigation for Dan Snyder. So yeah. they, all these emails kind of came out, not really came out. They haven't been leaked to the public yet, but they got to the NFL, got to the Raiders the stories got out to like Schefter and everything, and that's where things went down. Um, speaking of yeah. Schefter, he also got caught in the crosshairs here, sending what essentially was not just quotes, but an entire story about the football, yep. uh, about the Redskins to the president for his approval. So essentially, yeah, like Mr. an editor. editor, right? Yeah. So Mr. it's editor. it's super sketchy yeah. in that sense, but yeah, Gruden said some stuff, you know, about gay people about Unsavory. black people and stuff. It's just, can't do that. You can't do that when 
90% of the employees are, you know, black. Like you, you can't do that. First off, it's just wrong as a human being, but also like, right. Hey bud, not smart. Well, here's, here's my thing. First off, I'm sure he said some terrible things. They wouldn't come out if he didn't, but I'm withholding full commitment to my opinion until I can see it. Uh, until I can see the emails, they haven't really, they haven't, they haven't came out yet. Uh, until I can see the emails, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, hey, hands off. I'm sure he said some unsavory things, um, but uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna withhold my opinion on it until I see the exact verbiage and phrases that he was using. Uh, regardless, though, you hate to see that, and this is this is my takeaway from it is that leadership is hard. Um. Being an example is very difficult for everybody because we're all human. Um, leadership's hard, bro. In summary, everybody makes mistakes, but when you're a leader, the pedestal is just so high and the standard has to be so high. Um, it's just difficult, man. It's, it's almost impossible to show, the, show your humanity uh, uh, when, when you're a leader. I mean, look at when Tom Brady kissed his kid during his fa- Facebook thing, and that just blew up. I granted, I mean, it was more of a joke as opposed to crucifixion like Gruden. But um, leadership's difficult, man. You're always in the spotlight. You can't say things you don't mean, and everybody says things they don't mean all the time. In the heat of the moment, in the heat of the moment when you're pissed off, sometimes you just say the wrong thing, and um, that's just part of it. In an email, I don't know. Uh, obviously, no excuses there but because uh, you can literally type it and read it again. And make sure you didn't say anything out of pocket. So um, that's tough. But uh, I'm going to withhold my judgment. I'm going to withhold my crucifixion of the guy until I get to read it. Yeah. Um, even though it's seemingly pretty rough. Uh, but um, seems like the quality move is good that he immediately stepped down. Me personally, I thought he was always kind of eccentric. You know, he's funny to hear in, the, in those QB meetings back when he was uh, on uh, ESPN. And um, you can tell he's kind of a hands-on, high-energy guy on the sidelines. So you can, you better believe he was saying some things, especially ten, a decade ago. You better believe that he was saying some things he more than likely didn't mean in the heat of the moment. That's just it's just the way it is, and you hate to see it. Um, but, um, hey, good on the Raiders. Get him out of there. Um, keep it moving. And um, I guess the real my real takeaway as well, as alongside what I said earlier, is what is going on with the with the Redskins, the Washington football team, or whatever? Like there, was, there must be some wild shit going on in terms of that investigation. Yeah, I mean, they said six hundred and fifty thousand emails are being investigated. So, first off, that's a lot of emails. But by I who? Mean, the most boring humans ever? Yeah, I have no idea. It's an NFL investigation too, so we'll probably never see these emails come to the light of day. Which, yeah, I mean, it would be cool if they did, just so we could actually see what they were in context. But at right. the same time, come on, man. you got to be smarter than that. You, if that, right. like, hey, shitty human if you actually think like that. But at the same time, like, you could at least be maybe a little bit smarter about it. I guess so. I mean, you know, um, I don't know. Um, I don't know, dude. But I'm you're, a, you're right, though. It was the right move for the Raiders and for him. Yeah. I mean, the guy, was, he wasn't going to finish that 10-year deal anyways. Let's be honest. He was not going to finish that 10-year deal. The Raiders were well, doing not. what they always do because he was going to get fired before that. They they you were think doing so? yeah. I mean, they started off three and zero, and what have they done? They've lost every single game since then. Well, what's, how many games have they played? I think six, five. 
Is it five or six? It's Regardless, um, I mean, uh, I don't five, hate the way the Raiders look. Yeah, they're three and two. I mean, yeah, but they win this they're week. starting to look bad. Hmm. I mean, but I now it, if they I, win I, this I week, uh, hey, if you were going to be a bad man, this might not be a bad, bad week to bet on them just because of all this stuff. They'll do it just in spite of that. It's one of those right. kind of games. It's just kind of how things happen. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely a game to look at. Um, Can we do something about Mark I Davis's love, hair, though? Like, good God, man. Just take the yeah, bowl I mean, he, off when you go to the barber and just, yeah, you he, know. To have that much money, he looks like shit. You know, like, yeah, I don't hey, get man, it. you kind of look like shit. He literally looks like he puts a bowl on his head and just himself. I mean, everybody watching right now, you got to agree. Look up the owner of the Raiders right now. If Mark y'all have Davis. never seen this cat, look him up. Looks like kind of looks like shit. Just saying, he looks just identical to hot ass. But um, <laughs> he looks like a friar in those old school Game of Thrones movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it almost like he went out of his way to get a really bad haircut and curl the ends just a little bit to really develop the bowl. Um, it's rough. It's really really rough. Um, also, guys, listening live, if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, hot takes. Throw them in the comments. I'd love to talk about them. Anyway, moving forward, when it comes to the NFL, what do we got? We got the we got uh, Bucks and the Eagles tonight. Yes. Um, what's your takeaway on that game? Do you think? Well, I mean, obvious. The obvious choice is Bucks are going to win. Do you think it's going to be a close? Do you think it's going to be um, a high scoring, low scoring? What's your take? It's in Philly, right? It's in Philly. Minus six and a half for the Bucks. A lot of the money and a lot of the bets, just numbers wise, are on the Bucks. A lot of money on the over. Um, I, to be honest with you, I don't have much of a feel for this one. I th- obviously I think the bucks are going to win, but the money line is just too much to put it on right now. Um, if you yeah. could parlay it with some what other it like things, it's gotta be something. If it's minus six and a half in the NFL, it's pretty high. Um, I don't right. see the Eagles defense being able to stop them. Um, the Eagles can't run the ball at all. I, I like the bucks here, but the bucks have some injuries in, of themselves, but guys like Antonio Brown have stepped up to replace Gronk. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if AB continues his old streak of going ham. So um, the Bucks stop a lot of the running game anyway. So I don't see Hertz having a lot of carries and doing his thing tonight. Yeah. Um, but they again, the Bucks have some injuries over there on defense with their corners and stuff. So Devontae could have a big game. It might be if you can't really decide if you want to lay the points or not. Go with the over. I, f- I feel like that might be the play, but again, yeah. I don't really have a feel for this. I, to be honest, I don't really Same. like the NFL card this week at all. It's this. Yeah, I'm indifferent. I, I'll be. I wouldn't be. I mean, look at what they did to the Dolphins last week. Also, Vizy, thank you for being here, brother. Love that about you. Um, if you do, if you don't check us out live, go ahead and follow us on the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you can listen post production. But uh, I'm glad you're here as well, brother. And uh, Steven says Eagles are hot trash right now, and I do not disagree. It seems yeah. as if the defense is keeping them in a very, 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 very vast majority of the, of the action. You know? Um, look at the 49ers game. Um, I mean, they 49ers, they're, they're above average, in my opinion. Yeah. They're above average team as far as skill set. Um, and they were in that game the whole time exclusively because of the defense. So let's look at the two uh, wins that they've got. they got the Falcons, who just – we know what the Falcons are here. 32-6. to to the 49ers, they lose out. When Cowboys get smoked, 41-21. Chiefs get smoked, 42-30. Last week, they squeak out a win against the Panthers without Christian McCaffrey. Let's just say that. Darnold had an incredibly bad game, and they won 21-18. Bucks are definitely a better team than the Eagles and the Panthers, and 
everybody probably – I mean, they beat the Cowboys too. So I was going to say maybe yeah. not the Cowboys right now, but they did beat them on week one. Um, they did. I think the if you're gonna lay if you're gonna pick a side, I think the side is the Bucks. But again, it's six and a half here. It's a uh, yeah. I, I mean, my money knee jerk. I'm going Bucks minus six and a half, just based off of what happened last week with, with how well they played against the Dolphins and uh, and it, they just pieced them up. You know, they pieced they pieced the Dolphins up. Granted, they don't have their quote unquote starter, the uh, the mediocre Tua Tagovailoa. Nah, he's back um, this week. So he's back this week. What about last week? They played. They no, played he was out the, last week, but he's back. That's this what I'm week. saying. They played Jacoby last week. Yep. So I mean, it's regardless. I, I mean, I, I think the score stays the same with two <laughs> in the game. But uh, it's um, I don't know. I I go I go Bucks. Um, what else do we have? Are there so there's nothing really appealing in the NFL slot this week? I like Green Bay against Chicago this week. Um, Chicago had. They're down to the third running back. So if you can get Khalil Herbert in your fantasy league, guys, go do that right now. I've already done that. Um, yeah. Green Bay, I know they squeaked that game out against Cincy last week, but they did cover, which was huge. Um, they tried to miss as many field goals as possible. That was across the NFL. What, what the hell was up with that? How There was that's like 10 even. missed field goals across the league. Five yeah, alone in that the, Cincy game. Yeah, I think that's the cool thing about how narrow the goalposts are is that sometimes this can happen. Um, I feel like the vast majority of those field goals go in if they're playing college field goal. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, 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 there could be wind conditions. I went not at the game. I didn't know. I All I know is I'm literally watching the games, and I'm watching everybody miss field goals. Everybody. You know, it's just like, what the hell's going on? Um, but, hey, part of it, whatever. I will say this on a fantasy front, that I got screwed, bud. Screwed. Ha- screwed ham. I got hammered, rammed, because they gave me projection points for Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I start him. Game time decision. He pulls out. I have Chuba Hubbard on my bench. Doesn't play. McCaffrey doesn't play. Chuba starts. Gets eighteen. Eighteen. I thought Chuba, Chuba didn't play. No, Chuba played. Chuba played. Did he, not, um, he must not played like the week before or something. Uh, he didn't uh, do great like he did uh, the week before. Yeah. But regardless, I got zero there and then lost by a little less than projected of what Christian would have gotten. So, um, GG's on that front. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's tough. He's back this week, though, hopefully. He should be back, um, according to sources. But, um, yeah, I, um, I'll tell you, the, uh, the big story for me right now is just how bad the Chiefs look. Yeah, um, I mean, that is a big how one. How bad I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs look. Are... Yeah. They're just no bueno right now, man. Yeah, they're they're not looking very competitive. And on the flip side of that coin, the Panthers are looking pretty competitive, uh, relatively speaking. Um, they're they're looking pretty competitive, and uh, that's a, that's something to watch, man. Uh, they could they could very well sneak into the playoffs if they continue quality play. I mean, they're they're holding their own without their best player in the last you know since Cam Newton won the MVP. So uh, it's uh it's. They're holding their own, and uh, that's pretty exciting. It's cool to see Chuba go out and actually contribute too. Uh, that's probably pretty comforting as uh, as uh, for the quarterbacks or for not for the quarter for the coaches. Um, that's good to see. But um, you got anything else in the NFL? We'll get our NFL picks anyway at the end. But uh, in terms in terms of storyline, in terms of storylines, I mean, biggest surprise to me so far is Dallas. I know they've always had the talent, but that yeah. defense has turned turned it around. I mean, we knew what Dak would do. But Dallas, they've surprised me. 
Um, I mean, I'm going through Arizona. That's an easy topic to talk about. To talk about, they're the only five and O team left. Um, yeah. Baltimore Monday night. How about that comeback in overtime for Lamar? Not doing it with his legs, throwing the ball. Four touchdowns over 400 yards. Yeah, yeah, he did great. I um, it's so hard for me to be sold on Kyler. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that. I'm not sold on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I hate that I'm not sold on him, but um. It's I, I I just there will be a scheme eventually that figures him out. But also we thought that with Russell Wilson, and here we are. He's still in MVP talks every year, at least early. And um, I don't know, man. I hope nothing but the best for him. I mean, right. as a former baseball player like him, you know, I mean, I played against him, and I mean, he was a decent fella. But yeah. um, yeah, no. I uh, again, I don't, I don't I, love I, this week's card. Um, there's a lot of points out there that's just really questionable like here we are arizona's plus three and a half against cleveland at cleveland like what are we doing here right yeah <laughs> um, everybody's gonna be ta- hammering that i mean it's not gonna be too surprising um yeah. there's i see uh i see stafford says hot take mac jones offensive rookie of the year i don't even think that's a hot take at the moment because every rookie right now on the offensive side of the ball looks like shit besides maybe jamar chase jamar chase is the rookie far. of the year he is crushing it right now He's doing well. He is doing well. Um, when's the last time a receiver won Rookie of the Year? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. You know what I'm saying? We That might be a stat. Hey, why don't y'all look that up in the chat? That, that'd be cool. Uh, Tub says Mahomes has been exposed. Do you think that? I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's got a lot to do with the defense. I, I agree. I'm not saying I'm not saying Mahomes hasn't made poor decisions. I mean, he's got, he's got a lot more interceptions this right. year than any other year. But look at last week. Tyreek Hill threw – Throws a mesh route into the other guy's lap, pretty much. Um, he looked like an Auburn receiver for a split second. <laughs> and they got a pick six on it, you know? So it's just, I uh, I don't know. I hope he hadn't exposed for my, for my sake because I put a futures bet on them to win a division. I still have hope, still. Thus far, I still have hope. I'm holding out hope. Um but uh, we'll, they gotta we'll do. See. They gotta turn around quickly if that's. Yeah, I mean, happen. we gotta get some wins. Hey, we gotta get some dad burn wins. That's for sure. Um, but regardless, um, onward, the MLB, the postseason. We live in Alabama and Georgia. Most of our people that listen to us are from this area. Go if Braves. you're a Braves guy, you're just having a silly goose time right now. You know. Yeah. You're having a silly goose time. Talk about what the Braves are doing, man. Oh, uh, we won. Won the first series in four, three, one. Clinched to here at home. It was great. I'm not gonna lie. It was good to be at a game and watch us actually win a series. Um, I've never been a part of that. It was great. Um, it's better than you know Milwaukee. Milwaukee's offense. Good lord, they couldn't generate yeah. shit. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they did bad. a little bit in that last game, but they looked my, bad until Morton. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing that happened was is that Freddie Freeman was the one who hit the go-ahead home run off their best pitcher, Josh Hader. And yeah, after you know a slow what? start out of Freeman. After a yeah. slow start of the year, he struggled till the All-Star break, almost, it seemed. And um, you just love to see him get an extremely meaningful hit in the postseason. Yeah, Not he struggled he before, in the postseason, but too. this year was good. Yeah, has he, has he historically? <sighs> yeah, or our offense, year? dude, the last two years, once we get to the playoffs, it's it's been pretty shit. Um, and right. it's it was nice to see that actually come full circle here to not be where we just live and die by a home run. I know we won by a home run, but we generated yeah. some runs from not home runs. 
you know, as a Braves fan, for you, I don't really give a shit. But like, I'm I'm not really here nor there. I don't really have a team that I root for. I'm a players uh, fan. But um, as a Braves fan, you got you have to be elated with how well the season's going without their best player. Yeah, I mean, Acuna. Acuna is out. Yeah. Plus Soroka, your best pitcher. It's it's awesome. I mean, to be where we are, to even make the playoffs, to win the division was a massive win for us, and I was stoked by that. But to get to the NLCS and actually feel like we actually have a chance, that's yeah. it's huge. It was a big, big tip of the cap to uh, Alex Anthopoulos. I remember when this happened, when he made those four trades, I told you I loved every single one of them. They weren't great pickups, but they were good pickups, solid pickups that I thought could help the team. By God, they, they seemed did. Money bally, money bally. Yes. you know what I'm saying. They seemed real strategic in that in that sense. And it turns out it's paying off, and you love to see it. Um, this just does nothing but amplify the excitement for the coming year. Even if they go into the CS and 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 flop, they get four zero skunked. You still the future feels better because they're going in with so much adversity and doing well. Speaking of going in with adversity and against all odds, let's go to the other side of the NLC uh, NLDS and the West. Um, the Giants and the Dodgers, dude, all year long, the Giants just win baseball games. I don't understand it. Nobody understands it. And they just get out there and beat ass on repeat. I don't understand it. Bro. Really do. When you look at these rosters, if these teams were on MLB, the show, this would be a 96 overall team facing an 84 overall team in the, in, a, in the NLDS right now on, on the West coast. And the Giants just – and they have the same amount of wins in the season. They have both have over 100 wins, and it just kind of feels like the World Series series. Yeah. Before the World Series – and it's in the DS, which is so unheard of. It's so unlikely. Um, but uh, like you said previously, you're rooting for the Giants. I'm low-key am too, but my wallet's rooting for the Dodgers. Right. Um, I think the, my brain says the Dodgers, my heart says the Giants, but – I feel it, that. It, honestly, if we could get the Dodgers, we would get home field, which would be great. I'll miss the game on Saturday. I'm going to be in Athens, um, but I'll come back Sunday and I'll be at the. I'll be a, all. Every, I'll be out there at least, right? Um, right? And it'll be a hell of a time. I'll love to have home field. But at the same time, three and three against the Giants this year. Two and four against the Dodgers. We're not good out in we, out, out out west. So right, get the Giants here. I feel like we can get some wins here. Um, sure. Get the Dodgers, man, it would be nice to get that monkey off the back, but at the same time, I don't care. If we can get the Giants and we match up a little bit better than them, let's do it. We don't have to face Mon- uh, fucking Scherzer. Let's go. I don't want to deal with yeah. that. My qu- I mean, my, my thing is, I guess the real question surrounding that team in general, the Giants, is how hot can they stay? It's uh yeah. It, it seems like they were it seems like we've all been saying, Oh, they're just hot. I mean, everything reverts back to the mean and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. And then the 109 wins later, you're just kind of like, what are they doing? Like, what's going on? They were a 500 ball club, uh, you know, a year or two ago. Yeah, I like, mean, Alex Wood. Ass. Alex Wood is going out there throwing donuts up on the scoreboard. Like, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> it that shouldn't that way, happen. Dude. And then they got a rookie, Logan Webb, who's on the bump, and he's just shoving Chad. Like, does it doesn't great. make sense. And then yeah. – you see this ungodly lineup for the Dodgers, and that's this is with Muncie out. It's just it doesn't make any sense. But again, it when sense. it it makes sense, it makes sense in a sense that 
this is a rivalry matchup, and nothing makes sense in rivalry matchups. So that's why the I Giants agree. are able to beat them. I agree. I agree with that. Um, and, I mean, Chris Bryant coming back to form yeah. doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Then you got Vets and Crawford and Posey who have both been there, who have been in these situations, mm-hmm. who have won multiple World Series before. So they know how to play playoff baseball. And, you know, Posey's sitting out here putting home runs in the water in right field. I mean, it's, the Giants, um, gotta, it's an interesting matchup tonight. Yeah. I need, oh God, I need the Dodgers to win so bad. So um, let's chat about this I got a question. Quick. I got a question before you okay. get to that. I saw a tweet. Buster Posey, is he underrated? Not talked about as much as he used to be, but remember he got hurt. He had a pretty bad injury. Um, remember he got ran over, and that's why they changed the rules. So he kind of uh, fell off there for a little bit, but also didn't help. It's one of those things when your team's on the spotlight in baseball, you're not in the spotlight. Look at Trout. It's true. So That's I mean, I Posey, we can pull up his career stats real quick. But I mean, he's he's a, he's got Hall of Fame numbers. He's an under the radar first ballot Hall of Famer right now. Right, That's how it feels. That's how it really feels. Baseball Reference, yeah. On his career, he is a three hundred two hitter, one hundred fifty eight home runs, seven hundred twenty nine RBIs, um, twenty three stolen bases, which is actually hilarious. 372 on base percentage, 460 slugging, 831 OPS. I mean, the dude just crushes. He's just a solid hitter. The guy just gets hits. Yep. Um, I mean, I mean not doesn't. to mention is not to mention how well he catches and how well he calls a game. He, uh, you know what it was. You know why you don't you haven't really talked about him a lot? It's because in last year he sat out because of COVID. I think he had oh, just had a kid. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's why he I mean he just again, Giants fell off from grace. You just stopped talking about him. But here's that's what I was going to This is what I wanted to talk to you about tonight, the game. Okay? I believe it's Webb. I think Webb is going for the Giants if I remember right. I can pull it up real quick. Um yeah, but the now Dodgers are being weird. The Dodgers were originally going to throw Urias. Now they're throwing a reliever, Corey Knebel. Do you agree with this? I think I think it's one. Of, it's kind of like Johnny Holstaffing in the World Series, of College World Series. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're in the losers bracket, if it works, you're brilliant. Yep. And if it if he gets shelled inning one, and y'all are immediately out of the game, you're on the hot seat. You know? Yeah. Instead I just of don't, making the textbook play, I apparently like they it. haven't seen the guys as a part of the rationale. Apparently, he's only thrown four games. They haven't seen the fella, and he's a different look. And that may stave them off, according to the rationale. That might that might slow their bats down for an inning or, or four. So, in the last seven days, he's pitched one inning, gave up one hit, one walk, and a strikeout. First, the, first San Fran, one game pitch, one game saved. Two innings pitched, two hits, and one walk, and a strikeout. Two strikeouts. Exactly. Not every batter in that lineup has seen no. him yet. So I get that point, but let's go ahead and talk about this. Urias is a stud. Yeah. Held his own in the first first game, so what are we doing here? I what think this is Dave Roberts just overthinking things again. I truly believe that. And you can ask Logan. He has a history of this, and that's why Logan dislikes him. I um I don't disagree, bro. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Urias is a stud. Um I will say, man, I, I feel like it's going to be like a two-inning type deal just to give Urias, Urias 
a little bit more leeway in terms of innings. Like, because if he starts the game and only goes five, it kind of feels bad, like a like not a good start. Um, but if he comes in inning three, throws four, five innings, that sets the game up. You know, I mean, right. if if they're up one or two, that's literally he, he, that's a great that's a that's a great hold uh, for him, and it looks great on the team. If that kid can give them six outs, if that reliever can give them six outs, that's a win for me in my book. Six yeah. scoreless, six scoreless outs. Um, then then that's a quality start out of that reliever. And not a bad decision from Mr. Roberts, unless Urias hates coming out of the bullpen because I totally understand that. I've been there as a pitcher. I used to hate coming out of the bullpen. I was a starter mentally. Like, I was better as a starter because I was better at tone setting. I wasn't better at finding the strike zone. You know, I was better at. Yeah creating the strike zone, you know, at the very least establishing where I pitch. It's just better. Coming in after a guy that pitches different, especially if it's a different arm, you know, like the strike zone's going to be a hair different. I don't give a shit what empire's behind the plate. I don't care how much, how great he is. It's just going to be a hair different. Um, so I, I struggled. I didn't, I won't say I struggled. I did fine, but it, I was, I preferred being a starter yeah. because I could, I was the tone setter. I was the guy who created the tempo and the, and the mentality of the game. Um, so if Urias struggles coming out of the pen, it might be bad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean it's it one of those things on we have to wait to see it. But let's yeah. just last game that he pitched on Saturday, he went five innings, gave up three hits, gave up one earned run, one walk, and five strikeouts. Like that's a what very solid outing. What was the end of the, end of the score? Nine two Dodgers. Nine two. Nine to two. Yes. First game. Uh, this was, I believe, this game was game two. two, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow, you hate that. Well, I, how again, short I, is this notice? How short rest is this? Well, what's today? Thursday. I mean, this five days rest. Hmm. I think I, I. This is Dave Roberts tinkering, dude. I. This is him tinkering. They might maybe. end up winning the game, but it might not be because of this. Maybe, maybe. I. Uh, time will tell. We'll see. Um. I won't be shocked if uh, I won't be shocked if the Dodgers get blitzed early because they're starting somebody that should not be starting, quote unquote, should not be starting. Um, I don't know, dude. I just really hope the Dodgers win. Yeah, I know um, you do. <laughs> on the ALDS front, we had um, who did we have? The Rays and the, and the Red Sox. Um, it seemed kind of like now. Granted, we are on the East Coast. We're on. We're. On, I guess that don't really matter. We're we're in the Braves country. So it just seemed kind of like those games weren't even televised to me. You know what I'm saying? Like they were on Fox Sports like One. A, they were just kind of yeah, like, like right after the just, Braves game. If you didn't watch it, and I didn't. I don't care for the AL. There's no team over there that interests me. I, even the White Sox, they were a good story. And the Red Sox, I watched the them against the Yankees. Kind of thought they were going to get blown out by the Rays, but they proved me wrong there. Now they're going up against this Astros team, who Slick might have the best lineup, the hottest lineup as of right now in the playoffs. So um, they, they, they got could some be the sneaky. They could be the sneaky world series champions, bro. Hey, Hey, if the Astros win it, Oh my God, they they're double burden the whole country. Chaos. They are going to double bird the entire country on that trailer, yeah. on that trailer around the town, the parade. I'm talking about just double birds 
the whole time. Banging, Their biceps, banging trash gassed. cans. Dude, They're if just I gonna, was them, yes, bro. I'm telling you, do. if I'm them, it's exclusively metals, trash cans on that on that floor. Yes, bro. you better believe it. Um, but yeah, they look good, bro. They hey, look really that good. series, this series that's coming up, like every game bet the over because the Astros and the Red Sox, all they do is score runs, and neither team has that great of pitching. Like the Astros are relying on young pitching, and the Red Sox, you know, they have Ivaldi, who's really good. But then Chris Sale is kind of not what he used to be, and I, I don't know who else they have after that. I mean, their pitching's not great, but they can score a damn lot of runs. So they got a good lineup. That's for and sure. Bo- hey, both Freder- uh, hitter-friendly fields. God, yeah, alliteration. Both short porches had left. Yeah. Oh, both and right at Red in Red Sox FNY. That's true. That's Pesky true. Pole. That's true. I would um, I wouldn't be shocked about. At the over every game. In that series. <laughs> I would not be shocked about having a bunch of runs in that series. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I got the Astros in that one, though. I mean, the Astros smacked White Sox around. Dude, uh, it wasn't even The fair. Red Sox and the Rays had a good series. They did. Um, you hate to see this out of the Rays, though. After going to the World Series. Well, dude, um, they had three of their starting pitching go down. So Is that true? I, I, yeah. some, that's a story I mean, dude, I didn't know. think about this. They replaced, They got rid of Blake Snell. Charlie Morton's gone. All they had left was Glass now, and Glass now got hot. So they have three young guys that had to replace them. Yeah, that did not. I mean, that that's li- that yeah, was Glass literally their bu- entire starters last week. Last Glass year. now exploded his arm, didn't he? During yeah, whole, because of spider attack. Yeah, because of the whole RPM Overgripping, bullshit. yeah. Said he had to overgrip, yeah. and it blew out his arm. Yikes, dude. Yep. Yikes. Yeah, it, it was a good series for the Red Sox. I'm glad they won, but at this point... VZ said they started two rookies. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, probably a pretty key contributor. Granted, hey, man, look, everybody was a rookie. Every Hall of Famer was a rookie. Hey, but, Ian Anderson was a rookie last year, and look what he did in the playoffs. Yeah, rookies, I mean, hey, man, they're in the big leagues for a damn reason. I can promise you that. Yeah. I know I know a few big leaguers, and let me fill you in on something. They were rookies here the last few years, and them motherfuckers could pitch. Let me <laughs> tell you. Let me tell you, they throw – some nasty, nasty pitches. I don't care if they're seven years old or 47. They have nasty stuff. So um, you can say rookie all you want, but those guys can get out there and throw balls very fast and very, very movement-oriented. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, Peacock, literally, he throws an inverse. He throws a left-handed slider for a fastball from the right side. Never. <laughs> I mean, it's like it moves. Literally, my hands are so wide they can't even fit on the on the stream. That's how much it moves. <laughs> you see, you see I where my see arms it. are going. That's how much it moves. Yeah, uh, it's it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, anyway, I um, you hate to see that uh, from the Rays. That's extremely unlucky. It does propose a very interesting question on for me though, is that are the Astros cheating again? No. And you saw that from the White Sox. Yeah, I saw that too. They were trying to do that. Um, they were trying to do that to him. But um, are the Astros cheating again? And secondarily. How good are the Dodgers really? Because um, they have the big names, you know. They have the cool names. They have the cool names that are in the All-Star games. Um, and baseball is an individual team sport in the sense that you don't really need everybody at once. So it, it kind of is an individual sport. You know, you don't really have to collaborate that well to have a good team. So uh, how good are these players? How From good are they? 
from my understanding with Logan is they're, I mean, they, and you know it, what you're just saying right there is they are very good. They are damn good. I mean, they, right. they won a hundred and some games, right? Yeah. On paper, they're great. Yeah. They dominated this year. They did what they were supposed to. One of the best teams in the league. Uh, the Definitely. World Series favorite right here, okay? 100%. The entire year, even coming in as a wild card, still the World Series favorite. Yep. They're either on or they are off. And right now, they have been off. That it's How That offense is, it, is on or off. It's crazy. How wild is it, though, that they're kind of like Bama? Even on their off nights, it's a dog. They're going to hey, it's going to be a good game no matter what. You know? And that's because they have the horses out there at, at, on the on the mound. That's true, bro. Their pitching's going to keep them in every single game. They don't have that Bauer or Kershaw. If Bauer gets exonerated and Kershaw comes back next year, they're going to win how many games to play? 163 games? They're going to win 200 games next year. <laughs> Literally. They're going to win 200. Somehow, they are going to win 200 baseball games next year. It's uh, it's crazy. They're All five starters are going to be all-stars. Yeah, they're gonna what, go. So you got the Dodgers tonight, two. though. One, Dodgers tonight. I monetarily, I have the Dodgers, and I need yeah. them to win. Um, I don't know. I mean, Johnson's been defined odds all year, so I wouldn't be shocked if they won either. I will be frowning though. You better believe I'm gonna frown hard yeah, as hell. I got, I got. I'm gonna take my head on this one. I'm gonna say the Dodgers, but again, the tinkering thing. Four I of the five like experts on that dumbass app that never gets the bets right on anything but hockey. Um, four of the five took San Fran. Ooh. So that means yeah. the Dodgers are winning. <laughs> so the, so, so lock. the Dodgers are a lock. Yeah, That's the Dodgers are a lock, guys. Go ahead and hammer that one in. Take Dodgers um, full game money line. Hell, 100%. take them run line. Yeah, no shit. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, onward. College time. Let's get College into football. it. The, 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 the topic Top of the world wants for me. to hear. Um, let's start it off by talking about the big boys. Let's talk about the big hard hitting subjects. Alabama, Texas A and M. What a game! What the hell is what my a game? Play? What the fuck happened? That Couldn't stop the run. Hey, wh- what happened? Hey, you when throw you a pick. Al- you have a fumble. You yeah, you have a fumble. You throw a pick on the two yard line going into the end zone, and you give up a kick uh, kickoff return. That's how you lose right there. Yeah, you don't want to lose a turnover battle in a away game, um, for sure. I uh, Bama just looked like they did not want to be there. I'm interested in this weekend with Bama because it will kind of prove a theory. There's a running theory right now that Bama is just not a good road team because they're immature. Can they not just – they just think they're Bama. They can roll in because they're younger guys. They're not as experienced. Right. Is this is this just who they are on the road? They just can't get it done. I'd be interested with Mississippi State. Dude, Mississippi State can either go out there and put forty on you, or they might not literally get past the fifty. Hey, line. transitive property here. Miss State beat A and M, and A and M just beat Bama. That's true. This is true. So this is very very true. And I'll tell you this: hey, Mississippi State beat Texas A and M at A and M. Yeah, and I'll tell you this: Calzada. Actually looked good out. for once. Played his heart out. He, dude, but this just goes to show, bro, everybody plays their best against Alabama. No, oh, you have to. You get up you, for that game. Because if you don't, you lose by one billion. Yep. You lose by a billion points, bro, if you do not bring your A game to Alabama. The stars shine against Alabama. They just have to. 
for whatever reason. That's just the way it is. Everybody's game is elevated. Um, I don't think there's any reason to panic for them yet. Uh, no, they control their own destiny. They, they, they still, yeah, I mean, all they have to do is win out, and they're vibing. I'll say um, this. If they don't win the SEC championship, though, they ain't in. No, they're out of the playoffs for sure. No two teams. No two If they don't beat no Georgia. Yeah, if they don't beat Georgia, they're out of the playoffs. Um, speaking of Georgia, Georgia-Auburn. My takeaways are Georgia is a well-oiled machine. They're, they're, they remind me of Bama in like 09, where it was like they weren't electric on offense, but they were just they were crisp. They, they did what they needed to do. They executed properly. There was no, there's no, I say there's no electricity. They had, they have the most long distance plays in the country, but it's like, it just seems like they don't because of the star power on the first, on the, they're like sneaky. They're deceptively athletic and skilled on the offensive side. I'll tell you why in a little bit. But their defense, it's no bullshit. All right. So this is how I describe their defense. And I, I didn't even watch a snap, I'd heard it on the radio, but their defense. It's like in seven on seven, when I played quarterback in high school, that brief moment, seven on seven, you have a snap. You, they have a clock on your hands. They have a clock. When the snap goes, you get four seconds to throw the ball. You're right. There's no defensive yeah. lineman pressuring you at this point. Uh, where I, when I was playing seven on seven anyway, and you get four seconds to throw. If you don't throw, it's a loss of down. Um, it feel it seemed like Bo Nix was playing seven on seven with a two second clock, and good luck. That's what it felt like, and that obviously that's a commitment for the the defensive line, and uh, it, they're they're seemingly incredible. But uh, another thing is, if you're a Division One athlete and you have the technology at the receiving position on your hands that you have today in 2021. You should never drop a ball unless it's raining or you got absolutely decleated. I don't care if you're five yards away. I caught balls from Jameis Winston in the backyard. He throws the shit out of a football without meaning to. All these quarterbacks do. They just have great arms. Great arms and big egos. So they, they can't help themselves. Bo Nix has a rocket attached to his arm with no feel. I understand this. But if you are a Division I athlete, you catch the football. At the very least, catch the ball and hit the ground because you had to dive or you caught it with your elbows like half of them do nowadays anyway. The amount of drops was inconceivable. Twelve drops recorded and on the game day by the third quarter. They minimized it down to I think seven. They they can they they it was a concentrated. They 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 right. went back and watched it. Um, they're they're seven. saying those are actually drops and not bonus. Right, the well. seven, the seven, yeah, yeah. Were pass breakups. Uh, were yeah, and there was a few pass breakups a quarter, quote unquote. I watched some some passes that got quote unquote dropped slash deflected. Wow. The interception. Wow, they look bad. <sighs> Not that Shivers was going to make the first down there, but good God. First off, Shivers was going to get drilled, and it was going to be a loss of yardage. Second off, catch the fucking football so we can punt. Yeah. You know? That's three points, quote-unquote. We might not have given up. Another one, fourth and goal. What? You know, like, what do you do? Hey, just catch the ball, you know? Or at the very least, catch it, 
have possession and make the defender come up between, you know, make the defensive play that he's supposed to. Right. Shanker just dropped. I've never. Why did he even go for the ball like this, man? Hey, turn around, catch the ball, fall down. It's an easy touchdown. Literally, yeah. Just twist your body in the air like a normal person. I don't know if you've noticed this in the replay, and I noticed this live. The running back, there's one There's one DB there. The running back catches yeah. that ball, just a little swing pass. That's a touchdown. 100% into hindsight. And I'm sure Bo, I mean, used to the two-second rule that he's having to throw on, he was just like, all right, one of these one of these bastards is going to be open. You know, like, <laughs> because there's only one guy over there and he guessed wrong. But even, even though he guessed wrong, if that's the case, he's still really open. Literally catch the ball, fall down. You know, like, it's too easy. There was, it's just, it was such a, they have the worst receivers I've ever seen in my, all of my years, including South Alabama's 2013 and 14 year, where they were so bad. So bad. I could have played receiver that year. That year was rough. If y'all are watching this, sorry, but you sucked. (laughs) Get over it. (laughs) You're probably selling insurance like we all are anyway. Um, (sighs) It was rough. Anyway, it's just it really looks bad, and um, you you hate to see that. You what you do is you hate to see Harson inherit this this core receivers. You know what I'm saying? Because when I watch the offense, I like what the offense looks like. If Bo wasn't a fidgety, nervous wreck back there and would slow the game down, he'd be a solid quarterback. And when he does slow the game down, they do well when the receivers catch the ball. Running game looks fine. If we could have some balance on the receiving game, we'd be just fine. We should have scored at least at least 17 points against Georgia. At least. I mean, they scored 10 with a drop touchdown, and then a drop fourth down, and then a dropped other down, and then a drop another down, and then they dropped a back shoulder pass. I mean, it's just like, what are we doing here? They should have scored at least 17 points against a, the best defense I've seen in college football in a very long time. So it's just... The, there's promise there. It's just Harson inherited a bunch of guys that literally, like I said last week, they spat tape their hands in the fists and then they go out there and do their best. You know, it's like it's like they they're going out of their way to drop balls on purpose. It's so bad. Um, it's frustrating as an Auburn fan, but you're not beating Georgia unless you play a perfect football game. Their defense is just too damn good. Um, that front line, whew, they're it's built. Nasty. They're built different, bro. Georgia's Georgia is a they're a different team. I won't be shocked if Kirby Smart figures out a way to fuck you guys over and lose a game and not win the national championship. But y'all should y'all should be heavily favored. Um, I don't see that. This will be this is this is the most obvious front runner I've seen in a long time for 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 the championship. This is this year, not not Georgia, but this is the craziest year. That we've had in a very long time. We we're halfway through, and I couldn't tell you who's actually going to be in the playoffs right now. Most years, yeah. we can do that. That's there, true. Right now, it's really one team. I mean, there's one Georgia, there's but one we have sure. our chances to fuck up here. You do, but they're low. I don't foresee that happening. Chances. Like, I don't see Kentucky coming into Athens and beating us. I don't see that. I don't see yeah. Florida whatever that it. spread is, hammer Georgia because Kentucky is dog ass. It's twenty two. Um. um but the yeah, Big Ten's going to cannibalize themselves. Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, the Penn State, they all play each other. Yeah. Someone's got to lose, but someone also yeah. has to win. I don't foresee somebody coming out of that undefeated. I truly don't. If, 
it almost feels like it almost feels like the Big Twelve and the SEC swapped this year. Not the Big Twelve, but the Big Ten. Big Ten. But because this year the Big Ten's beating up on each other, and the SEC's just bad. So yeah, it's just it's like there's two teams that are relevant. There's you got Alabama and Georgia that are good. It's gonna come down to those two. They make whoever makes the playoffs, and everybody else in SEC just kind of sucks. If we're being, if I'm being entirely honest with you, I mean, it kind of looks good for Auburn because they've only lost to two top ten teams. But yeah. also, I think, I mean, I guess we can talk about this here in a minute too. But I wouldn't be shocked if Auburn, if Auburn can just figure out how to open up their hands and close their hands around the football, they win ball games. But it's, uh, it's definitely. A weaker SEC this year. Kentucky is a bad, a bad team. They are a bad five and one. Six um, and six and they're hold on. They're undefeated. They are the worst undefeated team in the country by far. It's not even close. Yeah, they're terrible. So it's um. Oklahoma I, uh, could have made that argument before Caleb Williams came in. That's true. That's true. Apparently he looks good. We can talk about that. I didn't yeah, watch the, the game. Apparently, apparently he looks pretty electric. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch a snap of that game. I, I'm. I was. I'm so poor when it comes to betting right now. I was just. I was lo- being extremely low key this past weekend. Um, I was. I watched that game. I watched that in the Arkansas Ole Miss game as well. Um, very good games. High scoring affairs. Rattler, man, just not good. Apparently, sucks. <laughs> hey, putting his name into the portal, apparently, withdrew from Oklahoma, or apparently, apparently. Right. This isn't all true. You can never trust some of the sources you get. Nothing's confirmed yet on that. But right. it won't shock me. He's a me guy, not a team guy. Um, true. Let me just tell you this. Being down 21 to 7, or 28 to, 28 to 7, 28 to 7. They were down three scores. Kayla Williams comes in, brings them all the way back. And the two scores, the one to tie it up and the one to win the game, were just little little power plays, little toss power plays to the left. Both times, just clear as day to the end zone. I mean, Oklahoma, both running, man. Both running plays. Just watch the yeah. Arkansas game against Texas. Kennedy Brooks. Just run the ball against Texas, and you're going to drill them. Right. I mean, Oklahoma, man, if Williams can get that offense going, be something interesting to see. Um, everybody's trying to say their defense is back a little bit. Um, I don't really see that. No. Now they just got kind of torched by Casey Thompson in Texas, which very good offense. I'm not going to say that's a historic offense, yeah. so that's expected. But I mean, they still have some tests. Oklahoma State, who's undefeated right now, um, they're actually going into Texas as a five and a half point dog at five and zero, oh, ranked number twelve, going into number twenty five. It's kind of wild, if you ask me. You're but I don't think any Oklahoma State's really played anybody. I'm pulling it up real quick. Yeah, Montana State, Tulsa, Boise State, Kansas State, and Baylor. They've squeaked by all those games. That's why Texas is favored in that one. Um, it's it's interesting. The first half, it's been it's been very, very fun to watch. Um, Iowa, to me, is one of the biggest surprises. Um, just because I didn't expect them to be where they are. That game against uh, Penn State, they're down. I'm going to tell you this. Down Penn pick. State's with a, quarterback. With quarter, oh, Penn State's quarterback was out. Yeah. If Penn State's quarterback doesn't go down, they win that game. Penn State drilled Clifford, them, in my opinion. Yes, they were drilling them. That quarterback they have in back the backup 
their old backup is currently the uh, Kentucky quarterback. This is the era of, of um, the transfer portal, and having a backup quarterback that's actually worth a damn is a dang luxury right now. If you don't have a good backup, something like this happens, you're screwed. I mean, look looked at this game as a prime example. Iowa's number two now because of it. Sean Clifford was taking them, and they were drilling him, and yet he goes down, and the, their backup just was not good. Is he out for good? What's going on? What's the word on him? I haven't. I have no idea. I'm not. I don't. I haven't keeping keeping up with Penn State. I haven't heard anything. Right. I mean, we'll kind of if find out this weekend. If he's healthy for the rest of the year, and Iowa loses to Ohio State, what happens? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. Michigan, oh, dude. Michigan's undefeated. You got a one loss Ohio State. You got a one loss Penn State. You got an undefeated Iowa. That is a powerhouse conference, bro. Like I just realized that. Hey, you on, got an undefeated paper. Michigan State too. Oh my God! What a what a conference, Big Ten. Hats yeah. But off. again, they're all playing each other. They're going to cannibalize each other. That's what's going to happen. It's, it has to happen. So, yeah. who do you think comes out of that? Ohio State's looking like the team right now, in my opinion. Iowa's defense is good, but their offense ain't worth a damn. Um, Ohio State—they've beat the teams that they're supposed to beat the way they're supposed to beat them. Rutgers fifty-two to thirteen, Maryland sixty-six to seventeen. They got Indiana next weekend. Then they got Penn State and Nebraska. That's kind of a good test there. Then they got Purdue and then Michigan State, Michigan. Um, whoever can get away from—I I don't—I don't, I, I have no idea. I really think it's Ohio State just because they have the most talent. I don't see Michigan State doing it. Michigan's still Michigan. It's still Harbaugh. And I just don't think Iowa has the the horses on offense to get it done. But their defense is dang good. See so Ohio State getting out of it. But here's the question. If you have an one-loss Oregon Pac-12 champion, which I don't foresee that happening. It's Oregon. They always lose another game. Mm. But let's just say for hypothetical here, Oregon one-loss Pac-12, one-loss Ohio State. Now you know Ohio State's going to have the better strength of record, but head-to-head, who's getting in? Oregon won. I think you put Oregon one. You take in. Oregon. You take Oregon. Here's my thing, though. One loss Penn State doesn't get into the conference championship game. Their only loss is to Iowa. Do you take a non, just like Georgia got in last a few years back, do you take Georgia, or do you take Alabama, sorry, do you take a, do you take the quote unquote Alabama of the Big Ten, and put them in the, the only way that would happen? You know, they, it physically can't happen because they have to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. They would have to run that table, so they would be in. Holy shit! Yeah. So they would so, be in. So all right, say, say they run it. Michigan State's one loss. Michigan's one or Michigan's one loss. They one of them would be two loss because they play at the end of the year. Uh, we got two one losses. Ohio State you, would be a two. Do you loss. take right? You'd have you'd have Iowa. You'd have Iowa in the conference championship game mm-hmm. if they run it, and then Penn State. Is that right? If they run it, hold on, I'm getting there. There's just too much going up. on, dude. <laughs> that that conference, yes, Iowa. The hey, here's here's the West for you. Iowa, Minnesota, Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois, Nebraska, Northwestern. Um, okay, so so yeah. Iowa's Iowa's going to winning the that side. Yeah, no doubt. Let's see who Iowa has left. They have Purdue, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska. They got a cakewalk in. 
Yeah, they're Again, running that. That game there at Nebraska, in Nebraska, at the end of the year, be a tricky one. Could be. I, 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 don't, buy, I don't buy Nebraska at all. They're dog. They've, hey, they've played some really close games. They almost beat Michigan, almost, play, almost beat Michigan State. Just saying. It's true. I'll be honest. I don't think either one of those teams are very good, though. I don't either. Uh, I Michigan State, in. I think, is a little bit better than Michigan, in my opinion. They have the better running back. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, running back's legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I um I was in the playoffs is what I'm hearing. Um, yeah. unless they lose in the conference championship game, and again they should have lost that game to Penn State. Should have if Clifford doesn't go down. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel like there should be some weight on that loss for Penn State though if they do run the table. You know what I'm saying? There should be yeah. a there should be an asterisk by that by that game if they run it and Sean and, and Clifford's healthy. Um, one lost Big Ten team or an undefeated Big Ten team's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple no as that. No doubt, no doubt. But um, if it's Ohio State versus Oregon for the four spot or something like that, and then you got undefeated Cincinnati sitting there, you have to choose between Cincinnati, Oregon and Ohio State, and I think you pick Oregon. Purely 100%. because it, if what's the point of playing the regular season if those games don't matter? Exactly. They played head-to-head. They beat them. It was at on Ohio the State, too. Yes. Yeah. On the road. Yeah, you take see Ohio State. GG's. Let's yeah, give another that, team a chance to get shelled by an SEC team. Yep. So um, let's go ahead and do this now. Let's do our biggest surprises, biggest disappointments um, of the year so far. Um, you can go ahead and start it off. We're here in the middle of the season. Let's go ahead and just give a quick report card. Across across the board in every in every sport? Or? Yeah, just – no, 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 here in college. In college. Biggest surprise for me – Probably is the level of immaturity from Alabama. Uh, when I say immaturity, I mean just they're just young. They, you can tell at times yeah. they take their foot off the gas. They, there's not the Nick Saban well-old machine of exclusively execution and no nothing else type deal. You know, um, yep. that's kind of shocking to me because they're not they're not a young team. I'll say that they're not young technically. They're inexperienced. That's but they're is. not young. They've been playing against the ones every year. So they've played the best team in the country. They play the best team in the country Monday through Friday. So it shouldn't be a big deal. They just take their foot off the gas. They come in without – they come in just mentally not ready to go. Um, that's unlikely in a Saban era, in a Saban era Alabama team. Um, disappointments, uh, probably – Probably the level of of um, skill at the receiver side for Auburn, you got to you got to be unbelievably disappointed as an Auburn fan. Um, I'll tell you a more, a more shocking turn of events for me relative to Alabama is just how good the Big Ten East is. Those yeah. guys can play football, man. Good for them. Um, yeah. You got to give credit where credit's due, and those guys are playing good football. Shut up, Alabama fans, because you lost to Texas A and M. You can't say that the Big Ten's dog shit anymore. Because you just lost to a two-loss team or uh, three-loss maybe two-loss team. Anyway, they're not that good in summer. A and M's not that good. Um, so the Big Ten's legit. They're at least this year. They look legit. Um, definitely the most disappointing thing is to have Edward Scissorhands at the receiving core for Auburn. Yeah, um, my biggest surprise of the year to me it's Iowa. 
Um, again, I didn't foresee that happening. I never thought they'd be six and zero at number two here. Sure. Just again with that offense, I just didn't see it. Then they go and beat the brakes out of Maryland by getting six interceptions. Watch that game. I was pretty impressed. But that's how they've been all year. They generate stuff through defense, kind of like Georgia. Um, they're a top three defense. I think it's Georgia, Iowa, Penn State. Um, but I do believe they should have lost that game against Penn State. If that quarterback doesn't go down, it's it's a different game. No doubt. But they're, they're a shock right now for me. They're my biggest surprise. Um, since he doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, they were supposed to do what they did. Um, the win against Notre Dame was massive, but it is, isn't that big of a shock. Um, I'll tell you who's kind of a surprise sitting here looking at the rankings. Wake Forest sitting at 16 at 6-0. and yeah. That is your ACC leader right now. And this kind of ties in with my biggest disappointment. My biggest disappointment is DJ Yugi Langele in Clemson. Yeah, he sucks. I mean, dude, where have they been? Everybody, it's just pretty much fade Clemson season right now because they just can't generate any points. Now, they're coming off a bye and they're playing Syracuse. But it's not, this This team is not what they used to be. Everybody thought that they, they had the next second coming of Trevor Lawrence. Turns out that's not true. Um, not thus far. They are a big-time disappointment in my in my book. And I would have said Texas A&M before last week because they were the num- supposed to be the number six team in the country. Um, when the preseason polls started and they finished that way last year. I mean, they finished pretty good. Um, you know, Haynes King goes down. It is what it is. But you can't lose Mississippi State at home. You just can't do that. But they made up for it by beating Alabama last week, and Calzada looked damn good. So they're not that They're not that one for me. Yeah. Um, winners and losers so far for me. Um, obviously, my team is, is the biggest winner, obviously. Um, biggest loser. Actually, I'm going to take that back. Biggest winner is a group of five ever as of right now. Just a group of five as in general because they're probably going to get a team in this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's hope. I'm yeah. hoping on hope if that Cincinnati gets in, dude. I lo- I'm a Cincinnati fan right now, low-key. Yeah. Biggest low loser, key. though, is the ACC. The ACC is pretty pretty terrible. I mean, look at your powerhouse teams. Worst Miami's of the power dog. Five. Hey, Miami's dog shit. UNC, supposed to be... The team that's supposed to compete with Clemson in the Heisman ACC championship. Front runner in preseason. Yes. Dog shit. Florida State. Granted, they've been this way for a while, but it's still Florida State. Dog shit. I yeah. mean, it's when Wake Forest is your best team, that's pretty embarrassing. Super bad. Super bad. The ACC, like I said, they're the worst conference in the Power Five for sure. Yep. Now, here's my next question for you. We're at the halfway point. Who is your Heisman front runner? The odds say it's still Bryce Young and then Matt Corral. Just so you know. Here's what sucks, dude, is that there isn't anybody standing out this year. In my opinion, it's not a quarterback this year. It wasn't last year. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing it. Here's your guys so far that on our on our hypothet- right. hypothetical thing, Bryce Young, Matt Corral, and C.J. Stroud. Who the That's hell is C.J. Oh, Stroud, the Ohio State kid. Ohio State guy. He's turned it around, but honestly, well, he dude, five hundred yards against Oregon when they lost. The problem is, is here's here's the thing: the best two players right now. One is probably Jordan Davis for Georgia's that the number ninety nine on our D line. That's what I was He's about to say. He might need to win that bitch. But it, that'll <laughs> never happen. It just won't happen. But I was going to say Michigan State's running back, who's leading the country in yards, and then Bajan Robinson, the Texas running back, who is just an absolute freak. He's a stud. Those two guys um, are freaks. Yeah, I don't see. 
When I watch a football game, I don't I don't go to the ticker and see who's putting up numbers anymore because I just don't. Yeah. S- there's nobody out there. Like, there's yeah, nobody right now. Bryce is he's had a good year. He has. Even he's been solid, but he hasn't had that Heisman moment. His exactly. Heisman moment was Saturday, and it didn't work out. Exactly. He didn't. He couldn't complete the comeback. Um, I uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you if it's my pick. I'm picking that that one at Georgia because uh, he's an absolute mountain of a man. I wish you could just pick the entire defense. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, it's a uh, yeah. I, your logic says your logic says it's going to be Bryce probably if they win out. Um, if Stroud if they make it to the play if they make if Ohio State makes it to the playoffs that okay that kid's probably going to win the Heisman because. Even that one loss that they have, he, like I said, he threw for 500 yards. Right. So you couldn't technically put it, pin it on him. Um, he still had a great game. So I, I, right now my money probably goes with Stroud, barring another loss. But if uh, I don't know why the hell Corral's in there. He needs to get out of there. Uh, he's, I mean, he's got he – got, he, A lot he played, of yards. He, he does have a lot of cool yards or whatever, but at the end of the day, they're not a good football team. So, um, I'm not buying the Ole Miss hype. They're dog ass, in my opinion. But uh, I don't. I think they'll lose two or three more games. Oh yeah, same. I um, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I wish that we could do another defensive player. It hadn't happened in a long time. It would Otherwise, be great. But next closest was in Dominican Sioux way back yeah. when when he played in Nebraska. He was it would literally be cool in the if, we can, if we can just get him an invite. To New York. Yeah, that would be cool. that would be tight. I mean, he's a stud, bro. He's, very he's an good. absolute freak. He is so, a I mean, disruptor. To put it mildly, yeah, he is. Uh, he's a Quinn and Williams on steroids. Yeah, you know, he's that. He's that. He's that good right now in college, at least. Maybe not. He might fizzle out in the NFL, but in college, he's a unit. Yeah. So um, I, that's that would be my front runner, low key. Yeah. Money's on so, Shroud. Realistically, I'd put it on that kid. Yeah. Plus 800 is not bad odds. You ready for picks? Yeah, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. All right, let's start with college. Yep. You got it. I already got one pick in. Uh, I got the Jags at minus three. It's went down. The money's pushing towards Super Southern, which you hate to see. But um, I got got South Isle at minus three. It's at home. They got one quality loss. I know that's not it shouldn't be a thing, but it is against ULL. ULL is a, a superior team historically. They only lost by two. They went into Texas State last week and lost in overtime, which kind of sucks. But hey, part of it. I do like uh, South Al at minus uh, minus two and a half for sure. I got him at minus three, but um, that's that's pick number one. Uh, my next pick is uh, gonna be. I'm gonna take Michigan State. I'm on over, that one. Over Indiana. I, the reason I'm being is because I watched Cincinnati, Indiana, and Cincinnati absolutely went in there, choked early, and still ended up winning by 14. It was a closer game yeah. than 14, but they did win by 14 nonetheless. Michigan State, I feel like, is a more sound football team. They do what you expect them to do typically. Um, Penix think, has been a disappointment to like, Penix is Penix is very, very high. He's, he's very inconsistent. Very volatile yeah. at quarterback. He's a game. He's a game changer in both regards, positive and negative. Um, he's very sporadic in his decision making. I don't think he's that great. Michigan State, they're just fundamentally sound. They're going to run the ball with that great running back, and uh, 
I like minus four and a half Michigan State. I love that. Yeah. Next next I'm game. I'm on that one too. No doubt. No doubt. Next game, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati UCF. I'm gonna go with UCF plus twenty one and a half. Uh, the reason I go with UCF plus twenty half. I see your face. I'm going with UCF plus twenty one and a half because. Yeah, Cincinnati's good, bro. They're very good. I'm, they're not, I'm not fucking around. They're a good team. Come on, that's a train, but, man. But four possessions is a lot of possessions against a UCF team. I don't give a shit what their score record is. I don't give a shit who they've lost to. They can score. And Malzahn always plays the better team close. I don't give a shit who it is. They play him within 14. That's just what he does. He can almost win games. That's the reason he sticks around and – He'll get you an eight-win season every year, but um, he keeps. It, I think he keeps it within, within four touchdowns or four four possessions uh, against uh, Cincinnati at least. Maybe a backdoor cover um, late, something like that. Uh, that's my that's my next pick. Um, next pick after that is going to be. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hmm. Sorry, I'm picking these on the fly because I haven't even looked. I, I'm so, like I said last week, I'm so poor <laughs> that I I can't even. I haven't even looked at the app to see any A grades or anything. Uh, well, we both know the A grades are just not good anyways. Yeah, they're forty percent hit anyway, which is ridiculous. But um, Georgia minus twenty two. That's my next pick. They're incredible. They're an incredible football team. If they can beat Auburn at home by twenty four. They can beat Kentucky by 22 at home at their place. Kentucky is a bad football team, um, and they're going to get beat just like Arkansas did, in my opinion. Um, The next pick, I'm going to go with – I'm going to ride Oklahoma. I'm going to ride this kid. Minus 13.5 against TCU. TCU is not good at all. Um. I got him by two touchdowns. I think they can beat him by two touchdowns. I think, like I said, this kid, I don't think he's a one-hit wonder. He might struggle here a game or two, but he's still momentum is on his side, and it's at home. Uh, it's going to be a very comfortable place to play with him. Literally, it's all really dependent on the first drive. If they move the ball well in the first drive, he's chilling. You know? Yeah. If he move, they move the ball well in the first drive, I think they win big. Because uh, Rattler's dog ass, and, and this kid's got a little electricity behind him. Um, I don't hate minus 13 and a half. Uh, did that over him. Ole Miss, Tennessee is crazy. <laughs> what the hell is that, dude? I got out a half point less than what is that right now. That is insanity. I'm not. T- those are all my picks. I'm, I'm staying away from the rest. Okay. Um, I'll get into mine real quick. I'm gonna yep. take that south line with you, but I'm gonna get at two and a half. Clearly, good for you. Yeah, gotta ride that. Let's look. Let's keep looking. I'm looking at this Oregon line minus yeah. 13 and a half against Cal tomorrow night, 1030 for the listeners. Um, people of the podcast, this is tonight, you know, pack after dark at 1030 at night. Um, I'm looking at that one. Um, I haven't decided if not, I'm going to throw on it or not. If I do, I'll put it on the card. Uh, we'll start with the second game. I am also on that Michigan state minus four and a half. I'm doing two units on it. Um, I just Michigan state's just a better team than Indiana. What we just talked about that running back's great. Um, keep it moving. I was considering taking Cincy. 
They are the money train, baby. They've they been win, very dude. good to they, us. They hit. They hit big. I agree. They hit and big. I just, I'm like, that's the. I just they the defense is good. They got a good defense. I I agree, but I just for whatever reason, bro. I all right. So I never bet with my gut. I always do my mind. But I'm right. telling you, when I bet with my gut, I'm pretty good. And these are just knee jerk gut reactions. Twenty one and a half against UCF seems like a lot. Um, yeah. And the, and in part, like I said, the part of the reason is because Malzahn. I just know Malzahn. I, I, he's been my coach for eight nine. Uh, you know, eight years. I understand. Like twenty one points against Malzahn is just a whole bunch of points. Because like right. I said, he can almost win you a bunch of games. That's just yeah. what he. That's what he's good at. Um, four possessions just seems like a lot. Now this next game for me. This one's kind of a – it could be seen as a trap game for A&M, but minus 9.5 against Mizzou on the road. Um, Missouri's been bad. They've only beat out-of-conference really bad teams. Um, they, they lost in Boston College. Now, Boston College is a good team, but they beat North Texas last week 48-35. I mean, that's not a big – They did, I'm pretty sure they didn't cover. They beat SEMO, Southeast Missouri, 59-28, and Central Michigan, 34-24. Lost to Kentucky, lost to Boston College, got destroyed by Tennessee. Um, I see an A&M just going up and down. As long as they look like the A&M of last week, they will destroy them. Yeah, I don't hate that line either. Next game. I hate I missed it, to be honest. Yeah, it's nine and a half. It's there. Um, Next game, Florida LSU. Give me Florida minus 11 and a half. Not because I think Florida is good, but because LSU is so bad. Derek Stingley is out for the year. Eli Ricks is out for the year. Kayshawn Butte, who is probably the best receiver in college football right now, talent-wise, out for the year. What? Um, he get hurt? They, yeah. They have wow. mailed it in down there at Baton Rouge. I know it's Florida. I know it's a rivalry game. And I know LSU will get up for it. But also, they are Florida lost hurt. LSU last year. So they need yes, a little revenge. shoe game. Hey, shoe game. Can't forget shoe game. Never forget um, the shoe Yeah, game. Florida minus 11.5 there seems... Like a lock, in my opinion. Um, I, I I'm looking at the Auburn Arkansas game. It's four and a half. I'm I'm probably not going to touch it just because um, I, I, my my heart or my head says Arkansas. To be honest with you, Cam. Why is that? Because they almost beat Ole Miss last week. They proved they can score some points. But if if like they you also were saying, got beat if, by Georgia by thirty seven. But that's us. Um, if they can go out and execute, if Auburn can. They should win the game, but you can't. I, I don't know if you can trust that. I'm with you there. Um, I'm with here's you there. an interesting game. I'm not going to bet it. Just I'm throwing it out there in the world for you guys. BYU Baylor. Both teams are five and one. BYU coming off a bad loss last week. Bad loss, yeah. To Boise, very bad loss. Um, they're a six point dog here. Um, it's a very interesting game. Let's just say that. Baylor's only loss is to Oklahoma State, who's undefeated. Very close game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am also on the Georgia minus twenty-two line. Yeah, Georgia minus twenty-two might be the lock of the lock of the the week, in my opinion. And then my last bet for the week this week is going to be the oak no, the over in the Mississippi State Ole Miss and Tennessee game. It's at I got an eighty-two and a half. It's eighty-three now. Um, this is what you can we're talking about. Uh, Tennessee can put up some points. I don't know what has happened there. They put in Malik Hooker from Virginia Tech, and they've just been rolling. Um, that's a team I'm looking for as looking at as a Georgia fan, having to go to Knoxville. 
Um, Lane Kiffin back home. You know, this is yeah. the first time he's been back. So this is going to be an interesting game for him. Uh, they they come off that big win against Arkansas last week. So both teams can score points. I, I see this as like a at least a 45-42 kind of deal. And there there's just going to be a ton of points in this one. Let's hope so for your sake, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's just my how – just, you know, watching it. I mean, Tennessee put up 62 against Mizzou. Ole Miss defense is – very, very Mizzou level. Yeah, very not good. I agree. Yeah. I'll tell you, here's another one. Pack after dark. Arizona State, Utah. It's a pick em. It's at Utah. That's what I was about to say, bro. Look at that game. Arizona that seems, State. Seems like somebody knows something we don't because Utah's a bad team. Yeah, Utah's not good. They lost to BYU. I think Arizona State there. Herm's got them boys playing. Pick is interesting. Yeah, Pickham's interesting. There's on a state quarterback. He's pretty athletic. I, I, I won't, yeah. I won't, I won't, I'll say that. He's a pretty athletic-looking cat. Um, Daniels, right? I forget his name. He's young. Jane Daniels, I want to say. All, to I, all I know is that he's a young guy and he can play. Let me get to him. I'm pretty sure it's Jaden Daniels. But, yes, they're very good. Um, another game or another team to be looking at, another quarterback, is Kenny Pickett out of uh, Pittsburgh. Yep. He's, a, he's pretty good. He's been lighting the world on fire. Now let's see. Arizona State, quarterback, quarterback. Yeah, Jane Daniels. Yeah, he's had a good year. He's thrown for close to 1,300 yards already. 78.9 QBR. Doesn't have a whole lot of touchdowns, though. Interesting. Yeah, he's a, he's a, good, he's a, he's a good athlete, man. I will say that. I watched hey, a little bit of him. Guess who they lost to? Who's that? BYU. Both these teams lost to BYU. No way. Yep. Wow. Both of those teams lost to BYU. Let's see who all, also Utah lost to real quick. And then they, we can wrap these thing up. Yeah, because Utah's in the same division as them. Utah lost to San Diego State by two points, 33-31. They beat the shit out of USC last week, 42-26. Beat Wazoo, 24-13. And I don't even know who that is, 47. So that seems like a little bit of an emotional line against USC. That's yeah. the reason they probably buffed it up. And it's at Utah, right? It's at Utah, yeah. Yeah, and they just drug USC. Granted, so did Stanford. And, well, Stanford did beat Oregon. But, uh, I don't know, man. I like I, I like weird, Arizona man. State here, you know? I do, too. I might be one to throw on the card on Saturday, but I'm going to keep watching that because yeah. if that gets to where Arizona State's getting points, give it to me. I feel that. What do you like in the NFL? Team. NFL, let's go take a peek. Uh, I don't like much tonight. We already talked about tonight. I'm it's already money's already pushed anything. to seven. It's already playing. No, it's already pushed oh, it's to already minus back seven. Up to seven. Yeah, I don't love that. I'll tell you what. The team total for Tampa thirty and a half. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't disagree that's, with that. That's that's interesting. Um, I'll tell you this: two will be in back playing the Jags, minus three in Jacksonville. It's not. It's in London. Oh, it's in London. Damn. Never mind. I'm avoiding that. I don't bet those yeah. London games. Yeah, they're weird. Oh, okay. For sure. Green Bay. Green Packers Bay. I like minus Green Bay. Five minus and five and a half. And a half. That feels good for sure. I think a lot of people are going to be on that one. I think a lot of people are going to be that way, but I feel like it's the right way. Yeah, that they that feels pretty good. I like Chiefs minus six and a half against yeah. the Redskins. Really? I'm still on. Gonna... I'm still on that. I'm still on the train, dude. I don't give a shit. I'm on the train. They're gonna figure it out. Um, and I'm committed to it. I'm all in. I'm doubling down even even further, bro. I don't care. Um, Cardinals like are 
are the dog against the Browns. Yeah, it's in Cleveland. I think everybody's going to be on Arizona, so I won't be surprised if that goes down. I'll tell you a game I like. I know it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Chargers-Ravens over 51. Both, yeah. both teams prove they can put up some points. Yeah, that's true. That is very I like true. That one. I don't hate that at all either. Uh, I'm not touching the spread, but yeah, I don't. I don't it's hate that total. I don't like that either. Now this seems like a pretty damn good lock because this team is defeated. Uh, Cincy at Detroit minus three and a half. That's Give what I was Cincy. looking at too. That's what I was looking at, and it's only minus one, and it's one hundred five at minus three and a half. You can tease it down to minus one thirty. Yeah, see, I don't like the three in the hook there, but. Since he's a much better team, almost beats uh, should have beat Green Bay last week if they can make a field goal. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like Cowboys minus three against Pats. I do too. I like that a lot. Uh, Dallas is a damn way better team. No doubt. No doubt. And I also mm. like the uh, the over, either the over or the minus five and a half on the Bills Monday game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on either that or maybe the team total. If they give me a team total eventually, yeah, they will soon. Whatever that's going to be, I, I would probably hammer that because Tennessee hasn't been Tennessee here recently. So, well, they've been. They got their guys back stars. now. Do they? Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. I was Julio and either, AJ it's back. either the total, it's either the total or the spread, depending on if everybody's back. Yeah, I mean five and a half there for Buffalo though. They've looked like one of the best teams in the league. So. The the best. Yeah, outside of Arizona. Yeah, the Cardinals are being weird for sure. I don't know what's going on yeah. with them. All right, we got anything else, man? No, man. We can wrap this thing up. Let's go enjoy some baseball. Enjoy a great weekend of sports, guys. It's going to be incredible. We get the NLCS starting on Saturday. Incredible day on Saturday. I'll be in Athens watching the game in person. Dogs are going to cover. We're going to win by four touchdowns is my call. Oh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. Um, I uh, – yeah, I – I just hope I can bet this weekend, dude, to be honest with you. I just need the Dodgers to win this game, and I'll be vibing. But, um, yeah, guys, thank you all for hanging out with us, man. It's a pleasure, as always. Um, thank you all for watching live, any live listeners. Uh, y'all were awesome as well. Um, if, you, if you didn't catch us live, obviously go check us out on Apple, Apple Podcasts and, and on Spotify. Go like, subscribe, rate, review. Leave us some comments. Let us know. Give us some critiques, positive, negative, I don't care. Just let us know what we need to do. Um, We just want to make it a better experience for you guys always. Thank you all for being here always. The Loyals and the brand new ones, like my dog, VZ. Appreciate you being here, brother. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, Check us out, man. Check us out. We do it every Thursday that we can, most Thursdays, uh, barring some weird circumstances. We we do it once a week, and uh, we we give our takes on what's what's to come and what happened the the previous weekend and uh, that's just what we do, man, in any big news. And we do it every week for about an hour, hour 15. Uh, this is actually a longer podcast. Cool. Um, but uh, thank you all for coming out uh, and, and, and hanging out with us today, whatever day that you decided to listen to this. Thank you all for giving us your time and lending us your ear. And I um, hope you all have a phenomenal weekend. And I think we're good to go, man. Uh, so uh, GG's in the chat. I'm going to go play some video games, and you all have a phenomenal weekend. Ryan, you got anything? Have a great weekend, guys. Talk to you all next week. Peace.